Welcome to Tax and Super Australia's podcast, Tax Wrap, where we share developments, news and insights for all tax practitioners and SMSF professionals. If you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes and share. We'd love to hear back from you, so send questions and comments, even suggestions for guest speakers, to podcast at taxandsuperaustralia.com.au. Hello listeners, thanks for being with us. You're listening to the Tax Wrap Podcast, episode 159. I'm Steve Burnham. Um, I'm joined by David Ebden. Hi, David. Hello, Steve. Um, and this week, uh, David had the good idea uh, to look at two schemes to do with um, main, your main residence. The first, well, the first one was a first home super saver scheme, and the other one is the, the downsizer contributions. I'm not sure what that thing's called. <laughs> um, they, these both... Uh, uh, had royal assent uh, in December, mm-hmm. just that's just passed. So it's a it's um, an opportune time to look at them now that they're law, that they're operating, and so p- people are interested in either of them. It's interesting, David. It's um, one is at the beginning of one's home ownership life, and the other one's at the end of one's home ownership. So um, uh, we're both yeah. kind of in in yeah, a situation. Opposite ends of the uh, opposite ends of the of that yeah. thing, and you're you're looking to. You're saving for a house, I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, I've, I've been very interested in this um, first home scheme. Hmm. I, I say I have. It's clearly my wife that's been uh, well, <laughs> pushing yeah. this and making yep. sure I research it thoroughly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just thought I would, uh, you know, share the research that I've done and yep. just, you know, talk through how you... Um, how it all works. Yeah, yeah, the yep. eligibility, how to make contributions. Yeah. And so on and so forth, because I found it quite hard to actually find any instructions and uh, general guidance. Okay, yeah, so well, tell us tell us what you found. Okay, well, firstly, um, there's three uh, requirements uh, to be eligible oh, right. for the uh, first home super saver scheme. Yep. Um, the, the first is that um, the member of the super fund um, must have never held any freehold interest in land in Australia. Right. Uh, they must be... 18 years or older. Right. And they must have not previously received any payment under uh, the first home super saver scheme. Oh, okay. Well, so you really have to be a first home buyer, never gone there before sort of thing. Yeah, you, you, you say that, but um, just a small caveat oh. that a member could still be eligible for this scheme if they have previously owned property on us in Australia. Right. If they've suffered financial hardship subject to um, further conditions. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the government introduced this measure to, um, you know, help individuals who have suffered financial setbacks like relationship breakdowns, uh, divorces, uh, and have had to exit, you know, the, the rental yep. you know, market ladder and start from scratch. Okay. Well, that's that's very thoughtful of us, just as well, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what's up for... What, what can you get? Okay, so... The the maximum amount of contributions um, that you can make is a uh, thirty thousand dollars. Right. That's uh, that's up to a limit of fifteen thousand dollars in a uh, tax year. Okay. So. Um, so this is contributions to your super fund. So it's it's in a, a nice environment. So the yep, money's sitting there, earning money, not getting taxed so much. Yep. That's yep. right. That's right. So um, an eligible contribution under the first home super saver scheme is um, a concessional or non-concessional contribution right. that is not um, a mandated employer contribution. Okay. So this is over and above the um, 
9.5% most employers would pay. Yep, I see. So it's, so you're kicking in a little bit more, um, and as I mentioned before, it's in a nice environment mm-hmm. while it's sitting there. Okay, Correct. And it's um, it would also be eligible um, if the contribution does not result in the member um, exceeding their concessional and non-concessional contribution caps. Oh, of course. And uh, as I said at the start, you have a $15,000 limit per tax year. Yep, yep. Um, and how, <clears throat> once you've, you've made the contributions and you've got the money sitting there taking over and you find a place, mm-hmm. what, what happens to them and how do you get the money out? Okay, so one, once the member has accumulated their amount and uh, you know, they're ready to buy, they uh, have to receive a determination from the ATO. Oh, right. Uh, they're the ones overseeing the scheme. The ATA will then provide the member with an estimate of the uh, maximum release amount, yep. which will include the concessional and non-concessional contributions. Right. Uh, the associated earnings, as calculated by the ATO, and uh, any PAYG withholding tax. Right. So after that amount has been considered, the member can request that the money is released by the ATO. The ATO will then generate a release authority and provide confirmation to the member and their super fund. Yep, yep. And once the super fund has received the release authority, it releases the relevant amount to the ATO, yep. who then in turn uh, deducts the PAYG withholding tax. And uh, after any tax is deducted, the ATO makes the net payment to the member. Right. Okay. Uh, the, the member will also receive a uh, payment summary and uh, the member must include this amount received in their income tax return. Yep. Okay. Um, and then obviously there's the 30% non-refundable tax offset on that amount. Oh, okay. So they're not uh, overly taxed. Correct. On, on that. <clears throat> um, I, I just wondered, um, I mean, regarding uh, if any uh, first home savers actually have started their own SMSF and if they'd be very smart people to... Uh, have done that. Oh. <clears throat> um, I, just with speaking to um, our consultant Gabriella Russo about uh, SMSFs all the time, I'm kind of assuming that um, the trustee would need to perhaps be adjusted or uh, allow to to make those kind of contributions. I'm, I'm assuming. I'll, I'll check with Gabby. Yeah, that's my understanding. But yep. uh, I would uh, clarify with Gabby. Yeah. Yep. Oh, excellent. And just one last thing on the um, first home <coughs> saver scheme. Yep. Um, it's important to note that. Within 12 months after the money has been released, the member uh, has one of three choices, really. Uh, Firstly, they must uh, purchase or construct a residential premises. They must either uh, re-contribute the amount or they could request another extension for up to 12 months. Okay, so you yeah that that makes sense too. So you've got to do something with that yeah the money you've saved and access. Yeah, so you're not just getting the uh, the tax break on it. You're yeah. actually doing it towards what you should do. The property, correct? Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. It's a really good scheme, I think. Um, and the uh, David, the other scheme, which also received royal assent in December, um, the downsizer contributions. Um, I think it's called the Contributing the Proceeds of Downsizing to Superannuation, but let's just call it Downsizer Contributions. Yep, less of a mouthful. <coughs> Which is interesting. Now, that's where um, many retirees or pre-retirees um, can sometimes resist selling their existing homes, but uh, <clears throat> a lot of people can downsize to get a smaller living space. And with the difference, 
be able to contribute that to the superannuation, which is a which is a, a good boost. If you if you say you're just about to retire, and you want to boost up your retirement savings, it's um it's a way to do that. Um, now you, since you've been reading up on these sort of things, yep. to, fill, fill us in into how this all works. Okay, I'll I'll just correct one thing you've uh, said there, Steve. Yes, I've got um, the the name downsizer. Uh, contribution or yep. whatever you want to call it is misleading because you don't actually have to downsize ah okay you, you, you could buy a bigger property if you so wish in your retirement all right but um yeah so I it's mean, just most people will downsize yeah you yeah. know at a certain age and the kids move out or whatever yeah, yeah it's, so um, it's more the contributing yeah, yeah to super yeah. correct okay. so um again there's um several eligibility criteria that yep. need to be ticked uh, there's a few more than for the first home scheme uh, so an eligible downsizer contribution would be where the contribution is made to a compliant super fund by a member who is uh, age 65 right. or over. Yep. Uh, the amount is equal to all or part of the capital proceeds received from the disposal of an ownership interest in a dwelling that qualifies as a main residence in Australia. Right. Uh, the member or the member's spouse had an interest in the main residence before the disposal. Oh, naturally, yep. Yep, yep. The interest in the main residence was held by either the member or the member's spouse, or the member's former spouse, even. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, finally, the member has not previously made any downsizer contributions in relation to an earlier disposal yep. of a main residence. Uh, I should also point out, just in case, um, that a caravan, a houseboat, or other similar uh, movable mobile homes, uh, they do not qualify oh, okay. as a main residence. Yep. So if there's anybody out there with a houseboat... <laughs> or has it been a grey nomad for a few years? Uh, no, yes. you can't sell the caravan. And yeah. Oh, that's good. Good to know. It might, it might be relevant to some people. And um, is there a limit on how much you can contribute? Yeah. Um, on the sale of the main residence, a member can make up to a maximum of $300,000 in contributions to their super fund. Say a couple? Can a couple each do that? Yep. Okay. Yep. So up to 600000 for a homeowner. I believe couple. so. Okay. I believe so. Further, there is no age limit or gainful employment test that needs to be satisfied. Oh, right. So, just looking at it, um, once the member sells their main residence, yep. they are required to make the contributions to their super fund within 90 days after the day the ownership changed. Okay. Yep. So an approved form should be completed and given to the trustee of the super fund detailing the amount that is to be attributed to downsizer contributions. Yep, okay. Um, <clears throat> one thing I noticed, on, just uh, I saw on the way through, um, that the downsizer contributions are not deductible. So um, it's not like you're putting in post-tax yeah. contributions from your own pocket. It's um, They're not deductible in that regard. Yep. All right. Um, I'll, I'll just highlight as well that whilst multiple downsizer contributions in respect of the sale of the same residence can be made, yep. the total amount of downsizer contributions made by each member cannot exceed $300,000. And yeah, as, you, as you rightly say, that's $300,000 a member. Yep. So a couple could contribute six hundred. Um, I believe, though, David, that some... Um not a worry, but a, uh, something that people should be aware of is that um, when you offload the family home, mm-hmm. um, uh, at, the, at the moment that doesn't count towards uh, an assets test, for instance, if you're getting the, um, the age pension, <clears throat> that the, your, your super savings uh, may. So 
it's, it's one thing where you take an asset, the family home, realise the dollar value of that, I suppose. Um, it, that then becomes, it counts towards the pension test. Okay. So it's something to keep in mind. Yeah, um, that's so very I, interesting. I, I, I did uh, look at that when I was... I'm not that I'm thinking... I'm, you know, <coughs> not uh, looking to downsize yet, but it's in, in the possible in the future. Mm, so okay. um, it's good to remember that for everyone. Um, and just in terms of reporting, uh, just in case there's any SMSFs out there, yep. uh, once the super fund has received the uh, contribution, um, the super fund must inform the ATO during the super fund's annual reporting. Oh, right. And then the ATO will then run verification checks, uh, and and may uh, require further information. Okay. Um, if the ATO has verified that the member has made an eligible downsizer contributions, no further action would be taken. But if the contribution does not qualify as a downsizer contribution, uh, the super provider would be notified, and the amount will be um, treated as a non-concessional contribution. Okay. Uh, Depending on the on the caps, or alternatively, it will be refunded to the member. So there are checks and balances in place okay. to yep. make sure that um, yeah, there's no over contribution or yep. everyone's eligible for what they're um, going for. What the yeah, what the scheme was intended for. Mm-hmm. No, what's well, good to know. It's good. I'm glad they thought of all these things. Actually, that you don't want to be caught out uh, yeah. and be yeah. in copper fine or whatever else that might that might result. All right. Thank you, David. Two. Two worthwhile schemes uh, that are up and running now. They're, they're there. So if you're, if you're um, in that market, if you want to buy a house or you want to downsize, there are two options you can look at. And it's good to know. Okay. okay. Thanks again, David. No, thank you, Steve. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. And please come back next week.